So the question was, has corruption always been this bad in, was it just government or just overall? Like overall, but you know, specifically in government. I mean, I think that that's, you know, most noticeable and where corruption has the biggest influence. Right. Um, okay. Since none of us really know the answer to that question, my yeah. answer is just a shot in the dark. Yeah. Like yours would be, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Uh, wait, I'm going to say yes. Corruption has always been this bad. Yeah. And the reason I say that is that's what, when we study history, how fucked up governments have been for a long time. Right. And the more, supposedly, the more power they give to the people yeah. away from an emperor or a king, yeah. um, the more then corrupt supposedly the system is because yeah. if you're giving away power, at least on appearances, you're really, it's just, you're really, you're really renting in the power realistically underneath the surface. Yeah. Um, so if, if, if you have a representative body, like a house of representatives or a parliament, right. which is different from a monarchy, um, showing like, Oh look, see now every district or every province or every township has their own representative. And therefore you have more power in the system. Um, these representatives can be bought. Yeah. There's well, wouldn't more, you say that a king is just as corrupt, or if not more so? <laughs> I, my my, my thing is his power is absolute. That's what so, I am saying. Know. That I am yeah, saying that okay. it's, the corruption has been the same. Yeah, I mean, whether it's one person with a lot of power that's corrupt, right, or a lot of people that, that are corrupt that split the power. Yeah, it's it's either way. So to kind of specifically answer your question about the media stuff and like you know the technology yeah. we have today, I think it just seems that way because. If we didn't have social media, if we didn't have 300 channels, if we didn't have 24-hour news cycles, we wouldn't hear about it as much. Yeah. So you think even back to, you know, like the Constitutional Congress and, you know, all that, you think even then there was rampant corruption? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are white male landowners trying to yeah. do their thing, fuck women, fuck anybody who is darker yeah. skinned, you know. Yeah. I mean, that, you wouldn't call that corruption necessarily because that was just kind of the thought of the time. Right. Okay, I'm going to try to be fair to those individuals. But yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think there's, I mean, I, I'm not trying to make a blanket statement that every single day of our existence, corruption has been at the same level. Okay. Yeah. So to your point, sure, there's there's variations. I think a lot of those men at the, the founding fathers were doing their best to try to avoid a yeah. lot of that corruption. And you could call that a high point in, in trying to get out of that. Right. You know, like what we were trying to do with campaign finance, you know, this time, yeah. but it just isn't working. Um, but we, we don't follow the constitution. So what does it matter? You know, yeah. <laughs> we really don't, you know? Well, so if it's not representative government, what, what would be a, you know, corruption free or maybe a less corrupt way of governance? No government. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I talked with Lee about this on a walk to the grocery store the other night. Yeah. Um, uh, what we have right now is an oligarchy. By definition, it's an oligarchy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's not even a democracy. No. Democracy's a front on that. Um, again, opinions coming out of my ass, so feel yeah. free to say you don't know what you're talking about. Um, that could be the name of our podcast. Opinions coming oh. out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Eric there, Andy and Lee. Oh, I have to be first because I'm one of the most coming out of my ass. Um, yeah. You got to think of an acronym for that. Opinions coming out of our... I don't know. I'll figure that out later. Um Anyway, so yeah, so that the oligarchy is what we actually have. So there's a few people who have the power. So the system, we were texting earlier, the system is corrupt. You're asking my opinion, it yeah. is corrupt. It is built to be corrupt. Yeah. And I mean, to make people feel like they have power, I but think, they don't. I think it's the nature of power as a whole, you know? And anytime you have a government, you have power consolidated some way. Right. And so there's going to be corruption. Right. And and Because there's going to be self-interest. There's going to be, you know, a means to, you know, 
benefit those self-interests. So Exactly. And for those that may automatically feel like, oh, you're talking about anarchy when you say no government, yeah. that equals chaos. The number one point I'll start with is the planet as a whole with all the different nations and countries and regions in it is an anarchy. There is right. no world government. Yeah. And yes, there are skirmishes and there's wars between between countries. Um, I'll point out that that's because their governments make them do that. But yeah. people already live on planet Earth in an anarchy. Right. And we haven't destroyed ourselves just yet yeah. on that. I mean, or, it's the law of entropy. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. Not for lack of trying. We, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so th- it, it is possible. It is possible to be more peaceful that way. And yeah. just, maybe that's a whole other conversation there. It steers away from corruption. But t- t- the final answer to your question is the way we eliminate that is to eliminate the the means of corruption, which is the existence of government. <laughs> or power as a whole, you know. How, how do you eliminate power as a whole? Yeah. I mean, everybody has their own yeah. power. So I guess the o- opposite of, you know, corruption is maybe order or, you know. What is the opposite? Egalitarianism. But, you know, is that even possible? Like, is order an illusion or has it always just been? Well, yeah, it depends on how you define order. Like, what, what do you mean order? And, like peace? Yeah. I don't you believe know, peace is an illusion. Everyone's interests being represented, I guess, is the opposite of corruption. Are you saying within a government? Or we're just within society. Just in general, yeah. Um, no, I think it's very possible because it's happened for a long time. I mean, you've had, I'm trying to think of examples of that, like Native American tribes for a long time, right. even though they're organized. That's another thing too. Uh, the lack of government or anarchy does not mean chaos and lack of rules. Yeah. It just means lack of rulers. Right. That's all that means. Yeah. So you can still have your community discuss what we're going to do with a guy who stole the apples, you know, yeah. or, um, you know what jobs people should have, you know, what are they good at, things like that. People can organize, you know. Right. Um, so that's where order and peace comes from. Is there's nobody valued over someone else. Yeah. And I know that seems like, well, obviously, you know, the Constitution is supposed to be like that too. You know, all men, parentheses, women or people <laughs> are created equal, you know. Um, or was that the Declaration of Independence? I don't know how that the, the start of that document goes, but... Um, yeah, I mean, so, so I think it's more natural to use that word, um, to have more, uh, an organized and peaceful voluntary association without some federal law telling us this is the way to leave, live peacefully. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I'd love to have conversations with people who are very, who feel differently, you know, yeah. <laughs> about it. It's like why you need so much of, of these regulations and laws and so forth. And, you know, my, my contention always is the more we've actually had an increase in any kind of law and government you know, through the centuries. Yeah. And we're in the same, if not worse spot than we've always been. Yeah. So if the trend has been for more order, quote right. unquote, more safety and security, and we end up in more wars and in more debt, crime, you know, things are, people are upset, more depressed, more suicidal, more drug usage. If these are the results of this order, yeah. it's not working. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, is order an illusion, you know? I think I think very much so it is, or at least the the sense of order that's kind of you know given. I see what you're saying now. Okay, so yeah. okay, okay. So what what they're telling us order is? Yeah, exactly. I got it. Yeah, and security, you know, that's that's relative security. Maybe we're secure, but then you know, if you if you leave out of you know, it, it depends on who you're looking at. You know, who is secure? Right. Our security comes at the cost of you know the insecurity of a lot of other people. Well, what do you say? Let me ask you a question. What do you say to people that feel like, you know what? I'm living my life. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. My cousin's doing well. My yeah. family's doing well. I'm yeah. doing well. We're not rich. We're not powerful. 
Right. But we have our family and we're happy with our home. Yeah. How can you tell somebody like that, like, hey, no, 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 there's some big problems that you need to address. Right. And kind of rip them from that sleep. You know, yeah. how do you, how would you do that? Yeah. Or I mean, would you hard. do that? Yeah. It, that's a pretty solid question. I mean, there's a solid point that that's, you know, the goal is to have everyone like that. So, you know, how do you achieve that? But I think it's, you don't necessarily address the issue of those ish, those problems with those types of situations. I think you have to go to the other end of it and look at the people who do have money and power and, you know, who are hungry for more, who are greedy, because ultimately those are the ones that are depriving the, you know, the other end of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. What do you think, Lee? <laughs> but I don't know. This is this is a pretty, you know. I'm curious to know what I'm, I'm curious to know what Andy dilemma. thinks about the no government, no money, no any sort of power thing. I mean, I think it's a great ideal, but like in practice, like I don't know. It's tough because you have people that have been so deeply influenced by capitalism and just other ideas like that. I mean, yeah. you know. You have the idea of the Protestant ethic, which, you know, kind of came into existence around the same time that, you know, America did, Mm -hmm. which really tells you, like, you know, you can't just be happy with the status quo. You have to get more and as much as you can and be as efficient as you can and profitable Mm -hmm. and all that. I think that's so deeply ingrained in, like, the society's conscious as a whole and, you know, to the individual extent as well that, you know, I don't know that at this point, unless you were really able to like break down everybody's consciousness and like strip everyone bare of what they believed or knew. Well, even then, it's it's a it's an evolutionary thing to propagate your specific bloodline. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, it's a great idea, and you know, maybe like, there's the a certain... Star Trek perfect future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no money. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I mean, how do you go about like? instilling that type of a situation or that type of a society without stripping you know stuff away from people and you know ultimately like the people that are of a higher standing now like are they going to give up all that they have to be equal with everyone else right i highly doubt it (laughs) i like a lot of the ideas of it but it's not whether or not i like it it's i don't understand how you take that from a tribe scale and put that on a national and global scale yeah that's my biggest hang up with it like it's such a and if if there's one utopian community in some land that's managed to do this, but it's not global, then that hasn't really solved the problem either. Right. 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 And I don't I don't know that utopia in that way exists or that it can, you know? Yeah. I think there's, it's kind of against the inherent nature of, you know, who we are or you know, the way that our brains work and I disagree yeah. with the last part, but everything else, I think it's, I think it is possible. <laughs> Eric with the retort. Yeah. No, only the last part. I mean, like, yeah. like where it's just not possible. It's not yeah. in our brains. I mean, I, we've yeah. been programmed but to do a whole bunch of stuff. Possible so theoretically think, yeah. and possible in practice are two different things. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that's maybe I should specify in saying that in <clears throat> practicality, like it, it is fairly impossible. I, I think it's just getting to, this is the, when we walked to the grocery store, we got there, the conclusion was, um, I don't. I don't even know. You know, I, I have to read more. Maybe more anarchist thought or, or libertarian thought. I, I guess it's more of an anarchy thing than libertarian, I suppose. Right. But um, I don't even know how to get from where we are now to that point. Yeah. I can explain to him blue in the face how it would be better. Yeah. Well, and that's how the practicality element comes to it. It's like, how do we actually make this happen? Right. And, and I think, I mean, there's some ideas. And yeah, I think, like, that's that's where we honestly, this podcast could be one. You know, yeah. where everybody's contributing in some small way yeah. to open up a person's 
consciousness just a little bit. Yeah. Those families at home that are happy, maybe they're teenage girl or son is listening to this podcast going like, what are these fuckers talking about? Yeah. You know, well, maybe, eh, maybe that might work. Yeah. So there's something in that. What is my child doing on the internet? Yeah. What are you doing <laughs> in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that would open up the, the idea for, you know, a, a group of people that maybe, you know, wouldn't have thought about it. They can go their entire lives without even thinking about it. Maybe now right. we can help, you know, get people thinking about it. And that's, you know, I got to say this real quick. That most important thing is giving people options. Yeah. They, they've been inculcated with these, uh, ideas uh, through education, through media, media is a big one. I mean, that's the thing I can talk hours about: is how big media is a tool for yeah. for the elites, yeah. for government, for government as well, and, and and the financial system. All these different areas of our lives yeah. put so much pressure and distraction, and and it's through these values that they can't even think about no, the lack of existence of any of this. Yeah. Of course, you have to use money. I'm going to starve. I don't use money. Right. I have to obey the laws. I'm going to go throw in jail if I don't obey the laws. And yeah. so it's honestly, I have to say this word, it's a slave mentality, yeah. you know, where you can't even think outside that because it's not even possible. You, you don't even conceive that, you know, yeah. and that's it's a little bit sad, but, right. you know, I, I do think like just you have to kind of start from the inside out. You know, you can't force the issue yeah. and have conversations like this. And I think the more people that think like we're saying, oh, it's a good idea, but I don't know how we're going to get there. If Everybody thinks it's a good idea. Yeah. That's how you get there. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh. Well, but that's the problem. Not everybody thinks it's a good idea. The people who hold the, you know, the highest interests and the, you know, the largest amount of power. Yeah. Definitely disagree. That, it's that a is good the biggest idea. problem because how can you get so, yeah. that message on like through a media outlet? Yeah. You know, because they're not going to allow that. You yeah. Know? Um, you brought up uh, the prequels, the Star Wars prequels as a way. <laughs> All right. We're jumping in. I thought it was a natural because yeah. you said like that was a way Lucas was trying. I'll let you explain this because that yeah. was your, your thing. Go ahead. Well, so you know, I, a few weeks ago, I was this. talking to someone uh, at a party who writes about movies, and he has you know a, a wide arrangement of different kind of views on certain movies and what the director's intent was. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so the way he got Star me, Wars came up. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the way he got me hooked in was that he has this theory on George Lucas's intent with the prequels, and that is that his intent was not to kind of satisfy star wars fans to be the best star wars it could be and you know really go that route because he already knew that he was going to get you know he already got my ten dollars he already got your ten dollars he always already going to get those you know sales instead his intent was using it as a platform to reach a younger generation and teach them in a way that their parents would allow in a way that was kind of stripped down and you know a little more objective than looking at it you know through the lens of our society um, to teach them about corruption and the mm-hmm. idea that absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, I mean, you have this child, this, you know, basically innocent virgin child, um, you know. Most children are virgins, but whatever. It's, it's cool. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Virgin conception. Immaculate, child, gotcha, immaculate gotcha. conception. Immaculate that's what conception. I was going for. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so, you know, you have this child who then is, you know, influenced by the world becomes corrupt through power mm-hmm. um and you know ultimately becomes the ultimate dark lord right um killing younglings on the way right 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 so, I, I like that theory yeah you know it makes and me it, appreciate the prequels more than yeah like, and you know for well, a for a young child that's a way movies. that yeah <laughs> i'm not disputing that <laughs> but yeah for a young child i mean that's a way that you can understand that i mean you see very clearly like you know the influence that power can have and, you know, mm-hmm. political corruption and the power that that has. And right. Right. So, so, so art would be the only way I shouldn't say only 
a major, maybe a primary way yeah. to kind of start this process or, or continue this process of opening up people's consciousness to yeah, this idea? Yeah, so Star Wars is the answer. Okay. <laughs> we already knew that. Yeah. So, you know. So. I mean, yeah, I saw Star Wars when I was, when did it come out? Like 99, 2001? The Men prequel Menace, series? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah that's when 2000s. I was eight. Okay. I didn't get any of that. <laughs> well, but you didn't get it on a conscious level, but maybe oh, subconsciously. I mean, that was the way so you were introduced to... So my entire moral compass... Has been set by George Lucas. Has been set by George Lucas. And that was his intention. So, yeah. yeah. Made you the man you are today. Yep. Interesting. So, thanks, mm-hmm. George. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're out there. <laughs>